You're listening to the Back Porch Talk Podcast. Danny and Jason had many discussions and debates on the back porch while making pivotal investment moves with assets. That's right, with trading cards. They welcome you to the back porch and right into those discussions about current sports news with a fresh and unique twist. So come on and join us. Welcome to the Back Porch Talk Podcast. I'm your co Jason. Because Danny. Fans, we got a full show for you today. Super Bowl, Super Bowl. Pat Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, they did it again, man. This time in overtime, 25-22, Danny. What a game. Uh, I will say that the first half was, I think, a very defensive battle. Mm-hmm. Uh, one that was honestly won by the kickers. I think the kickers did a very good job in the first half, man. Whether it was punts, whether it was long field goals, whatever the case may be, and I think that's what kind of kept it interesting, along with a couple of fumbles here. One has to start talking about Patrick Mahomes uh, as one of the better quarterbacks in NFL history. Yes, he lost Tom Brady in the Super Bowl against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, so that conversation can be had there. But uh, in terms of being 28, before being 28, and winning three Super Bowls in impressive fashion, uh, I would just say, I think this run speaks volumes. I mean, you go, uh, Miami comes to your house, you beat Miami, but then you ultimately go to Buffalo. And Buffalo wants some get back. Mm-hmm years past in the playoffs, go to Buffalo, you go in their house and you beat them. And then you go to Baltimore, where everybody knows Lamar Jackson is going to win the MVP. And you beat them. And then you go to the Super Bowl and where you're an underdog. You didn't have a great first half. Something was said at halftime. Frustrations along the along the sidelines and where Kelsey almost knocks over Coach Andy Reid. You pull in the reins at halftime and you ultimately win in overtime. And let me just say this, Danny, when it gets down to overtime, I didn't know the rules of overtime. <laughs> Luckily, they put it on the broadcast and was able to figure out, okay, oh, this is overtime. Come to find out, the 49er players didn't even know what fully the overtime rules were, which speaks volumes to coaching. Because it later came out that Kansas City, they did know the overtime rules, and apparently they've gone over these rules throughout the course of the season, but then ultimately even in the playoffs, et cetera. So just an interesting game, man. Let's say you, Danny, about the Super Bowl. Jason, to that point about the overtime rules, that tells you their mindset mm-hmm. of preparing for this all season, as bad as their season was, coming into the playoffs, kind of limping into the playoffs. For them to be practicing and understanding that, that just shows you where they're at from a mental standpoint and how prepared they were. Uh, from the game perspective, there are a couple key plays where uh, the punt, that hit off in the third quarter, hit off the 49ers foot. 
where I think if that play doesn't happen, I think the 49ers actually have a pretty good chance at winning this game. Um, but then Kansas City goes in, scores to make it 13 to 10. And then there was that blocked extra point, which was huge. You look at two with this team and Patrick Mahomes. So Kelsey's getting a little long in the tooth, getting a little old. You know, he's going to come back next next year. But how are they going to replace the talent to support Patrick Mahomes is the question going forward, right? And we saw this year his receiving core wasn't the greatest. Rishi Rice actually stepped up. And he's going to be a great player in the future. But they need some more talent and around him. And then someone as a tight end, they got to start bringing in to once Tra Travis Kelsey hangs it up. You got to have that person there as an outlet for Mahomes because he keys in on those tight ends and Kelsey just knows where to be. He made those big plays in that fourth quarter on that last drive to take it to OT. And also, man, for Miko Harmon to catch that ball in overtime after what he did in the Buffalo game, fumbling twice, he almost cost him the game, to come full circle to get the actual winning touchdown. Didn't even know he won the game at first because he was he just he said he blacked out. Uh, but for that to happen. And for him to come from the Jets, come on, man. not even making the playoffs to being a Super Bowl champion again, how cool is that for him and um, the rest of the Chiefs, man? So, yeah, defense stepped up and yeah. made some big plays, put some pressure on Purdy because Purdy was rolling. And then mm -hmm. thank you, Kansas City, for keeping Kyle <laughs> Shanahan winless in the Super Bowl because I want to hex on him as long as if we don't have a Super Bowl in Atlanta, he doesn't have a Super Bowl in San Francisco. Another uh, double-digit lead blown, and it's just one of those things, man, he just got out-coached, and Kansas City made more plays. But great Super Bowl, I thought, in the second half, starting in the second half, that the altitude and everything, that those mm -hmm. kicks carry. And mm -hmm. Bucker, they said, was hitting it from like 70 in warm-ups. So those came in big time. Bucker saved the Chiefs' butt because, you yeah. know, consistent as he yeah. was, he nailed because they weren't executing in the red zone. Uh, they only scored that one touchdown before overtime. Let me, let me oh. ask you this, Danny. Yeah. Did, did Kansas City win it? Did they take it? Or did the 49ers actually lose this game? Lost the game. And the reason I say it is because that second half, that, that punt was huge that hit off the dude's foot because yeah. they had control because Kansas City, they had Mahomes, 49ers defense actually had Mahomes yeah. panicking. Yeah. Like he his yeah. clock, like they said his internal clock was sped up where he was kind of rushing things. Mm -hmm. But I think the other thing too was Greenlaw, when he tore his Achilles on that freak play, yeah, it's just Patrick Mahomes doing what he does. And his team caught the ball, they made plays, and they ended up winning it. 49ers had it, and they, I think they let this one go. I, I think overall, Shanahan called it a decent game. There were some questionable calls, though, for me, one being that of taking the ball in overtime. Mm -hmm. Again, me not knowing the rules and thinking about it, yeah, if you take the ball first and you come across third down and you don't make it, 
you're left with a, a decision where you kick the field goal or do you punt it. In this case, you kick the field goal. Had you not had taken the ball the first time you had that extra down there, fourth down, and where you can just, you know, try to get the first down ultimately. And, and there's no decision to be made at that time. There's no stress. There's, the only stress is you get in the first down. There's no stress in terms of decision-making whether or not to go for it on fourth down. So that's one thing. Um, but I'll say this too, man. There was some questionable play calling there too, in my opinion, of that of Coach Andy Reid. Okay. In my opinion, in the first half, I don't think the Chiefs ran the ball enough. The weak point of the 49ers defense was along their left-hand side, basically the offense, offense's right-hand side. So if you go behind the right guard, if you go behind the right tackle, you can go ahead and get some yardage. Now, there was one play that they ran it, and they were very successful. And I'm like, keep going back to it. The reason why I say that is because the Packers were very successful running along that side of the ball, mm -hmm. that side of the line. The Lions was very successful in doing the same thing. And in the first half, I'm like, okay, you're struggling. Granted, there have been a couple of fumbles on both sides, but you still can run the ball. Mm -hmm. You don't have to let Mahomes carry the load here. So I think it was a combination of that, but then also, listen, Danny, the 49ers defensive line in the first half was balling. And so maybe that kind of played into them not necessarily running the ball as much. If mm -hmm. that's the case, I would have just I would have ran screen screens after screen because the way that the 49ers defensive line was was pressing that O-line and getting to Patrick Mahomes, man, I would have just ran a screen, screen uh, play. And so uh, to me, there was some questionable play calling uh, on Kansas City end, but hey, who am I to say, man? Mahomes and the team, they go ahead and do it again, man. Uh, same play that they ran last year, my understanding, just different, different receivers. Uh, I guess, Dan, let me ask you this. Where do the 49ers go from here? Purdy seems to be their quarterback. Yeah, I, I think he is playing well, so I think they're fine there, and he's on a minimum contract. So they have a lot of flexibility that way. I don't see why they, I don't see why they wouldn't run it back mm -hmm. with the team. I think, honestly, their secondary needs some improvement. So mm -hmm. I think in the secondary, and then now with Greenlaw being out for the year, yeah, obviously you need a replacement for him, but yeah. um curious what Trent Williams does. I'm assuming he's coming back, but he's a big key piece of the offensive line. So I don't think they need to make a lot of adjustments, but like I said, on the Kyle Shanahan side of it, I think he needs some help oh, cool. uh, from a coordinator perspective and take some of that load off of him. So then everything's not falling on him on the offensive side of the ball. And he has someone, you know, that he can rely on to call the offense. But I don't think that'll happen. But that's what I see. I don't think they need to make many changes because the NFC 
we have to see what happens and you know with the offseason and the draft and everything but they should be right there again i don't see why not Danny, i, I gotta say this man listen just looking at these stats christian mccaffrey just receiving wise he had eight catches for 80 yards one touchdown um Debo Samuels only had three catches for 33 yards. George Kittle only two receptions for four yards. He had three targets. That to me right there is but he had a key first down. But to me, that right there is where I think there wasn't a, a there need to be a difference there. Um uh, mm-hmm. change there. Um maybe George Kittle's getting getting a little bit long on tooth there, man. But I think 49ers are going to have to really make some changes. I think they're going to have to make some changes here. The reason why I say that, man, you got the Detroit Lions, who should have won that game, by the way. They're going to get better. Mm -hmm. Green Bay Packers, who should have won that game, by the way. (laughs) They're going to get better. So I I think that you got to look at how does this, how do the 49ers change? I don't think they're going to really. I don't think they're going to the NFC Championship. Yeah, usually that that Super Bowl, whoever loses, doesn't even make. Well, look at the Eagles, right? They right. they got destroyed in the first round by Tampa Bay, um, and there are a lot of teams that are going to make some changes, like the Eagles, mm-hmm. but they can have a bounce back year possibly. Cowboys, mm-hmm. you never know what the Cowboys. So there's some teams out there in their division. Seattle, maybe. Rams, you don't know. So there's a lot of things going on in the offseason that will kind of shape some things up. Mm-hmm. And then you can make a better determination. But if they run it back with the team, like on the offensive side of the ball, like Debo got hurt. Yeah. And Purdy missed Debo on a couple throws mm-hmm. in that second mm-hmm. half. That he they they took him out the game. Credit to Kansas City on that from that perspective. Ayuk didn't do much. It was mm-hmm. Jawan Jennings was had a heck, a heck of a game. Those type of players, like the um, role players, actually had the great game on the 49ers side of the ball, offensive mm-hmm. side of the ball. So, like I said, they have to go back to the drawing board, but usually the runner-up in the Super Bowl struggles that next season for whatever reason. So we'll see if they have a hangover or not. And here's the thing with Kansas City, Danny. Kansas City – if there's any year to get Kansas City, this was that year. Mm-hmm. Kansas City should got got. Yeah, they're vulnerable. They I mean, they were terrible, man. But they find a way to do it. And I'll say this too: any, every time that I watched uh, Kansas City, especially in the Super Bowl, Mahomes had—you could tell—he wants it. They all want it. And he has these grit play, gritty plays. Mm-hmm. Really, he's in terms of gritting it out, where he's running for a first down, gritting it out. And you can see it. And it's like, by any means necessary, I'm going to get this first down. By any means necessary, I'm going to get this big chunk of yards. He grits it out. And I think it, you know, flows into the rest of the team. Like, you know, he wants it. So if there's any year to get Kansas City, this was the year. I think Kansas City is going to reload. I think they're going to get some receivers. I think, to your point, they're going to get that backup tight end. 
-hmm. On the offensive side of the ball, Sneed and Jones, man. Jones saved Kansas City. I mean, he put the pressure on Purdy, especially in overtime, just just a hair because Purdy actually had a wide open receiver there to basically win the game. Well, he scored seven. Let me rephrase the score (laughs) of a touchdown. I don't think that would have ended the game. No. But had it not been for that pressure by Jones. Who's a free agent? And they want to have to resign him. Yeah. You got to be some money given up there. And I I can see possibly even Mahomes restructuring his contract to get to get money for some other players here. Yeah, it's kind of like what Tom Brady did, right? Where mm-hmm. he was in order to get to the Super Bowl, you need to make sure you got the right amount of talent around you. Mm-hmm. So, but the front office has to see what happened this year. They have to bring in another receiver. Yeah, big guy. Uh, I think we got to bring in two more. Because this was, <laughs> we yeah, all yeah. witnessed what was going on. They almost didn't make the playoffs because of it. Yeah. And and I'll say this, man kudos to MVS, Valdez Scantling, who gets another ring, mm-hmm. scores a touchdown in the Super Bowl. And he has two rings. He has more rings than Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Let's let that sink in for a moment. <laughs> so MVS starts with Green Bay. He was the premier long pass catcher with Aaron Rodgers. And they go to the playoffs and they didn't do anything. Now that Scantling goes, leaves, Kansas City picks him up. And this was in the whole period of where Aaron Rodgers was trying to figure out whether or not he was going to retire, mm-hmm. whether or not he's going to come back, whatever the case may be. What happens? MBS these two rings. You can't make this up, man. Nope. So my understanding is Aaron Rodgers did call, contact MBS and congratulate him. Uh, I think they were friends and everything, but they had two rings versus the one. Man, MBS made out good. Oh, yes, he did. <laughs> he made out good. And he's had a chance to play with two great all-time great quarterbacks. So, man, kudos to him. But it was just an all-around a good good Super Bowl, especially second half and, and overtime, Danny. I liked it in terms of he started off with Vegas. That's where they are. Vegas mm-hmm. shows uh, this the whole Vegas feel because they were in Vegas. Yep. So I think it was great, uh, a great homage to Vegas. Uh, Alicia Keys, that first note was terrible, and she got <laughs> messed up on it on on uh, social media. Man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it, it all worked out with Alicia Keys um, and also I'm sure duo. Of course, there was some back and forth there. Uh, but then also her. Yeah, uh, her did really well. You know, she did an excellent job. The roller skating, the transition to really showcasing Atlanta, whether it was roller skating slash Luda coming in, camera work was excellent. You saw uh, the ladies uh on the poles tastefully. Um, and uh, let's just say that 
it ended up in the A. Yep. So it was a great homage to, you know, from Vegas to the A, A to the Vegas and to the world. So uh, I think it was, you know, well done. Uh, I will say this. It's going to be interesting to see what's going to be done in New Orleans next year. There's a plethora of artists. I'm wondering what social media, well, the social media has indicated, you know, uh, they want different artists and things of that nature. Uh, so, Danny, this was my understanding the uh, the highest rated Super Bowl, highest rated television program in history. And some could say this could be due to Usher halftime performance. Others can say that it's due to Taylor Swift. And let me tell you, man, it was so many cameos of Taylor Swift to a point where I was, I was like, man, I just want to watch the game. <laughs> give, give me back on the field. Don't. And they were doing cameos to our, initially after every Travis Kelsey play. And she didn't have a whole lot of plays in the first half. Mm-hmm. But that second half, it, it was after Travis Kelsey plays. But then it got to a point where almost after every Kansas City play, what they do? Go right to her. So I'm like, man, come on, man. This is watch the game. But the NFL know what they're doing. They're making that money. Mm-hmm. And they're bringing in new eyeballs to, to the TV screen. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens next year with NFL and how they uh, do it here. But uh, let's just say that there will probably be a whole lot of Kansas City Chiefs games on TV. Um, because they probably expect Taylor Swift to be on there, and the more eyeballs there, the more viewership, the more dollars can be spent, you know, spent or made. Um, so overall, good Super Bowl. Uh, I think it's going to go down in history. Vegas, uh, first time it's been in Vegas. Uh, I think they put on a good show overall. Thank you for joining us at Backports Talk Podcast. You can also join us on Twitter by tweeting us at back underscore podcast. For more information, you can go to our website, which is backporchtalkpodcast.com. You can also email us at backporchtalkpodcast at gmail.com. Again, thank you for joining us. And remember that there's enough hate in the world. So go ahead and spread a little love.